Welcome to the Alex Weber Show. I am Alex Weber, and this is all about you being the unstoppable you. Not him, not her, not them, you. And being a leader that people can admire. Because the challenges in this world, they're not gonna stop. So the answer is that we don't stop. I'm an international speaker, award-winning TV host for NBC, author, speaker, and competitor on NBC American Ninja Warrior. Friend Alex Weber, Herb Athlete. I like it, okay, Alex? You have some amazing energy. And I'm bringing on incredible individuals to help share about our hard moments, those moments that knock us down and we're not sure if we can get back up, but we do. And we keep going, growing, and getting to the goals that really matter. The challenges aren't going to stop, but you're not going to stop either. This is about being the unstoppable you. Welcome to The Alex Weber Show. Today, we have such an incredible guy. His name is Todd Mayhew. He is the Senior Vice President and Chief Human Resource Officer at Credit One. He's also been an instructor on leadership at USC and just an amazing guy. I got to know Todd when I was fortunate to keynote speak at Credit One in their headquarters in Las Vegas. And I first heard about Todd in one of the best ways possible, which was the people on his team, just saying how much they loved him, how much they respected, how much they admired him. Todd's got a huge heart, great energy, and such an understanding and respect for human beings. So I'm so fired up. Thank you for being here. This is the Alex Weber Show. We're gonna hop in right now with Todd Mayhew. Hey, hey, welcome to the Alex Weber Show. I am Alex Weber and I am so thrilled for our guest today. I had the good fortune to do a keynote session for Credit One Bank. And uh, before I even did the session, the amazing individuals, Charles and Danny, that I was working with at Credit One, they're like, hey, you, you got to check out our SVP. He is a boss. He is a leadership guru. And I did a deep dive. So I had a little bit of a fanboy moment when I got to meet Todd Mayhew at Credit One, SVP, Chief Human Resource Officer, and and thank you so much for for being here with us. Alex, I don't know if I can live up to that introduction, but uh, you know, thank you, appreciate it, and I look forward to chatting with you today. And by the way, you're phenomenal. People are still talking about your keynote, and uh, thank you for spending time with us. Oh God, thank you, brother. It was an uh, absolute blast of a time, and. You know, I'm fascinated with this idea that one of the biggest metrics of being a successful leader is do your people admire you? And if they admire you, well, perhaps they'd want to do their best for themselves, for you, for the organization. So my question to you as we hop in is, who is a leader in your life that you admire? And what was one of the impacts that that individual had on you? Yeah, you know... Um... I remember you asking this question in uh, in your keynote, and it uh, I had to sit there for a moment. You know, you'd think with with someone kind of at my stage in career, I would have a ready answer, but I actually you caused me to reflect. And um, I remembered my, and this is so cliche, but I remember my football coach from a thousand years ago, um, <laughs> and I remember um, my family was going through a pretty tough time back when I was, gosh, I want to say 12, 13, 13. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he got wind of it. You know, he, he heard that, you know, things weren't well with the Mayhews at the time. And I remember him pulling me Mm. aside, right. Uh, Right. As season was starting and we were practicing and, you know, he looked at me and he, and he said, you know, he didn't have to do this, right. He had a bunch of teenage kids. He was trying to kind of rein in. And, uh, he looked at me just said, are you okay? And, um, 
I remember, you know, kind of, yeah, I was young mm -hmm. and I kind of taken aback, but I looked at him and I said, yeah, you know, his name's Steve. I said, yes, Steve, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, all things considered, I'm doing okay. And he just, he just paused and he looked at me and said, you know, I got you, you know, I, this is going to be all right. This is going to pass. You're going to be good. So that mm -hmm. meant a lot, just, you know, that, that, um, that moment of kind of emotional connection where he understood that one of his players was going through a tough time. And, uh, but what was even better about him is that, you know, one, after that moment, he didn't relent on the expectations, right? He, <laughs> he basically, you know, it was kind of an emotional sort of, hey, you got to pick yourself back up and get back on the field. And then quite literally, he kicked my butt up and down the field, right? And expected nothing less than my, my best, right, right? And right. so that was a good early lesson of, you know, empathy, kind of emotional support, followed by, Hey, like, don't wallow in that space. Right. Continue to be the best version of yourself, and and uh, and he pushed me to do my best. I, my friends would tease me. I'm sure there's some of them will hear and see this, um, and I think they would say, I, you know, I'm being charitable when I said uh, you say that I'm a was and am a mediocre athlete. They'd probably you know laugh at that and say that's being generous. But um, but that particular football coach always got the best out of me, and uh, and I will never forget that moment where he pulled me aside to not only just be my coach, but to be you know, that, that yeah. adult kind of made me feel like everything was going to be okay. It's, it's such a profound point. And just to really underline it, you as that individual going through this hard time, when your coach showed a sincere interest, not only in what he needed from you, which was output, right? Whatever position you were playing, he needed that output. But aside from that, to peel back the curtain and connect on, Hey, how Todd, how's Todd doing right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did that do for you? As a peak performer, what did that instill in you or Ignite? Yeah, you know, I think it, I was young at the time, so I really couldn't put words to it. But as I've reflected on it, it was a pivotal moment of, um, you know, how important it is when you're in a leadership position to know how people are doing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You roll the tape forward, you know, as you as you get leadership experience, um, you know, it, 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 sounds, uh, it sounds sort of over-exaggerated, but it's not. When you manage people, it's kind of an awesome responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. Because are you sending them home at the end of the day drained, uh, sad, tired? How are you putting them back out in the community after they worked for so you good. for a day, right? You have that power to send them home charged, energized, happy, yes. good at you know, being a parent, a spouse, a partner, you know, a, a community uh, servant, or, you know, are you sending them home drained and depleted? And, and, so, and so it's, it's so, it's, it's an awesome responsibility, right? Managing and leading, leading people. And, and we yeah. forget that, that all yeah. of us are dealing with, you know, issues and the problems and challenges that we have, right? It's so easy to get judgy and, and, and uh, to um, yeah. get down on people, but, um, but we're all human and we all bring our full selves to work, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that's so true. It's so true. And, you know, something that I loved that, and I, I shared it in my session and I was reading an interview um, that you shared and you, you said a fragile ego can be a very dangerous thing, particularly among leaders. And I'm curious if you can just talk a little bit more on that because ego is such a, it's a dense term and people might hear that and they might think, well, can I not be confident? Can I not be proud? Can I not be assertive? So what does that mean to not have a fragile ego? Well, um, I, I joke about this only somewhat. Um, you know, when I retire, I want to want to write a book because, you know, as, a, as an HR executive uh, in my career, I've seen it all. I yeah. have seen the best behavior and I've seen the worst behavior. 
Um, and, uh, and I think my title is going to be called the stupid stuff that people do. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, and usually that stupid stuff is rooted in that fragile ego. Yeah. And, and it's not so much being confident. Look, we, you know, everyone should be a confident, assertive, um, you know, have their voice be heard. It's the ego that requires the adulation. It's the ego that can never be wrong. It's the ego that takes, um, makes risky bets either with their personal conduct or you know, putting the, the organization at risk, that's the ego that, that's very dangerous. And the problem is that the more people ascend in the organization, the more money they start to make, the more press they start to get, the more they start to believe that press. And that's that can can be dangerous if people aren't um, don't have ways to kind of get grounded and check themselves, right? So that a fragile ego in leadership is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now switching gears a bit to your work at, at, at Credit One, what are some of your core tenets or pillars or beliefs or tactics that you try to use or lean on each day to be a leader that people can admire? Yeah. You know, so I've had the good fortune um, uh, later in life. I actually uh, went back to school and did a doctorate in organizational change and leadership uh, at USC fight on. Um, and um, fantastic experience, right? Transform transformative for me personally. And it also aged me as I was doing that while working and, and uh, you know, with my family and so forth. But, um, but I've been exposed through that program to all sorts of models of leadership. Um, and the one that resonated with me uh, the most, and certainly as I, I came to learn was studied the most, is this notion called transformational leadership. Hmm. Um, and a transformational leader kind of does four things really well. They're a, they're a role model, right? So what they expect of others, they're not sort of above doing themselves. They, they're, they're someone who will get into the trenches when necessary and be looked up to for, you know, you know again, being in the trenches when, when it's essential. Um, they can motivate, right? They're inspiring. They can connect people with what the organization's uh, uh, trying to achieve. So they, it, it ceases to be about them as leaders and more about like, here's our purpose. Here's what we're right. trying to achieve. Let, let me help you connect to that emotionally. We're all hardwired as emotional beings. That's, mm -hmm. you know, that's just our, the way our brains are wired. So making that emotional connection, not with the person, but with the organization and its mission. Um, the other thing too, is again, people like to be stimulated intellectually. Like they, they, they need to be challenged. In fact, there's a lot of research that sort of suggests we do our best when we're right at the edge of our capabilities, it's mm. called the zone of proximal development. Even if we're just a little bit beyond, but with a little help, a little coaching, a little scaffolding, we can achieve it. So it's that notion of, you know, again, getting people's gray cells going and challenging them uh, intellectually. And then the last thing is um, uh, learning people as individuals, going back to uh, my, my football coach, right? Taking the time to get to understand Alex, to understand yeah. what motivates him, to understand what he's bringing to work every day. Um, so that you can temper your approach. Again, we all bring unique things into the office. We all have ups and downs in life. And it's important as a leader to understand what, you know, your followers are going through personally yeah. so that you can help them through it. And so those are the four components of transformational leadership. I've grossly oversimplified, but that's what I try and not always succeed, but that's what I try to do uh, as a leader. And, and in fact, we've built a leadership curriculum and that figures prominently that model figures prominently in how we train our leaders. It's it's so powerful. And I want to deep dive on 
how might you, what, what is the best practice for learning a little bit more about people? Now, you know, maybe this is uh, at company happy hours, or is it scheduling 20 minute meetings? Is it just checking in and, you know, in the cafeteria, Hey, how are you doing? I know you were moving. How's that going? What is some of the tactics that you've leaned on to be able to create those true connections while also the reality of everything's fast moving, you have to meet deadlines, expectations. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny for some people, it comes naturally, right? That, you know, psychologists have studied the, you know, they, they call it the big five attributes of personality. One of those attributes is extroversion, right? So some people are just more hardwired from a personality standpoint to be extroverted. Right. So making those connections happens more naturally. Others, a little bit less so. And I think your idea of making it intentional, scheduling time, getting your your, your, your butt off your chair in your office and getting out and chatting with your people, making those connections. And I think especially um, when you hear of, again, going back to my football coach, if people yeah. are going through hard times, uh, you know, making a point of spending time with them, letting know that you think of them. It's those little moments that matter that, that, um, that, that, that everyone sort of understands and appreciates and talks about. It becomes your leadership persona. That is, is is such an amazing point of what you said, the little moments. And that really hits home to me. And it's funny, you reflected on your your high school coach. I, I talk all the time about my high school coach, Paul Carcaterra, and I coached high school lacrosse as well for five years. And it's there's something beautiful that happens on a sports field because it's all very true. It's all very real. And it doesn't matter if it's a high school field or the Olympics. Uh, and, and I think it's so amazing what you said, if it's the little moments that stick with people. Yeah. And, and that's so actionable for everyone listening. Okay. Yeah, and I think it, you know, just building on that point, going back to um, that you know that leader who's sort of inauthentic, who uh, has the fragile ego. Those mm -hmm. are the leaders who will stand up, make this speech, sound great, sound compelling, but the minute that the camera's off, they'll resume being, you know, self-centered. They don't care, you know, and stuff. And so uh, people notice, right? It, you know, yeah. you, how you act publicly um, needs to accord with how you act in those moments that matter, yeah. right? And if there's an incongruity there, then um, then people know and see through it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one final question. And I didn't I didn't uh, let you know this one was coming, but it's uh, I'm excited. I, I, I know you'll be good on the hot seat. Uh, we're all leaders. That's a belief of mine. And we're, believer, we're leaders for ourselves always from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. And so for you, Todd, is there anything that you try to do in leading yourself, whether it's something you say or course correct or choose? How do you lead yourself? Do you know, I, uh, it's timely, that question. Um, so on Wednesday night, uh, two nights ago, my wife and I went out for dinner to celebrate our 21st year oh, wedding wow. anniversary. 26 years together, 21 uh, years. Um, and I joke, but I, I, uh, I asked her for a performance review <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, and of course we had a few glasses of wine and, um, and, you know, there's a broader context to it, but it kind of, yeah. Hey, I'm an HR guy. So of course, you know, like performance <laughs> feedback. And I would just say though, that, uh, you know, uh, and again, it sounds a little cliche, but you know, after 26 years of being with my wife, um, she is, uh, just essential in my life and keeping me grounded. Um, she's one of the few people who can uh, 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 kind of uh, psychologically slap me around a little bit and get me back to reality. And I think, you know, the lesson there is I don't think you necessarily need 26 years of marriage or, or being a couple, mm. but um, but finding those people whom you trust uh, 
yeah. who, on whom you can rely through the ups and the downs to keep you. Um, uh, uh, we're social beings as humans. We yeah. are wired to have connection, to have deep connection, yeah. right? And um, uh, and I have I've been very fortunate to have found that uh, in my in my wife, who's my best friend. And um, man, she's good at like you know giving me reality checks, and I, yeah. I credit her for helping me to be a better human being, not just a leader. So it's amazing. That's amazing, brother. So it's good to hear the performance review came back. Uh, <laughs> oh, there were there were some areas for improvement. Let me <laughs> let's let's be clear. Uh, but uh, but for the most part, I you know I think I passed enough for enough hopefully for another 21 years or so amazing amazing todd thank you brother so much for your time what's the best way that people can connect with you and, and keep updated uh linkedin probably the best way uh connect with me on linkedin uh happy to stay uh, to stay in touch that way so yeah i made you thank you what pops out for me the most with todd is his deep appreciation for human beings what that's like as a leader, whether that's managing our own emotional state or egos and for the people that we lead and how important it is to care about the people. Make sure to keep up with Todd Mayhew and this is the Alex Weber Show. I'm Alex Weber, we'll be right back here with so many more amazing people to help you be the unstoppable you and a leader that we admire. Thanks so much, we'll see you right back here.